Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast 381. Okay. I've been gone for a couple weeks, so I lost track of where we're at. Um, All four of us here today. That's nice. I mean, Tony's kind of here, I guess. Well, I guess we're missing part of it. Three of us are here today. Tony's existing. Yeah. Here, but not here. Yeah. Um, Couple in depth reviews this week Absolute Carnage, which Charles is enjoying. Yeah. Charles likes a little bit. Just a tiny yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah I have a big boner for you. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're trying to say? Yes. Yeah, boner? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Big boner. Um, I reviewed the, the third in the series from the Jonathan Hickman X Men, but the second of the House of X. Fucking good. Mm-hmm. A little bit of news. Not a lot. Just a, just a little taste. When I say big, though, I'm exaggerating. It's not that big. <laughs> it's big for you. Uh, big for you. <laughs> this guy knows me. He gets me. He's seen it. So, this is the podcast this week. Sit back and grab a drink and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast 381. Tony maybe died this week. The one I like that you're laughing at <laughs> 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 He died. I mean, oh, I, mean, I literally you, almost died. You we were laughing so hard at that moment. <laughs> and I didn't get it all recorded. Uh, except I've for never, I did. We should like start off like doing those um those exercises that people do before they go on stage. Me, me, me. No, 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 baby, bubby, bunker. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what it is. Whatever Ron Burgundy right. says, right? Yeah. And yeah, right. He, he's going to the, the mailman. You know, after we said <laughs> milks the, <laughs> the mail woman. Remember what the hell it is? Okay, but we already started, so we don't need to do that. <laughs> and start. So, I have to provide a disclaimer this week, because if you hear me snapping into the microphone, it's because Tony has totally gone off into la-la land, and we have to bring him back I got, like, no sleep to the conversation. Why is that, Tony? <laughs> you were praising Jesus all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> praising that sun coming up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you have so, fun? I oh I had a blast. Yeah. I'm still having a blast. It was fun. <laughs> He's still having it. A... Who drove you home? Don. Don. Okay, mm-hmm. I was gonna say there's no car in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. How long does that blast last? Yeah. The what? Where? Who? Is who? your blast gonna oh, last right. an hour through the podcast? Or... <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't know. I might fall asleep halfway through. Oh. <laughs> oh, we'll see you then. <laughs> we'll post pictures of drunk penises on your face. I snore? <laughs> oh my god, if Tony falls asleep and starts snoring, that's all the podcast is going to be. Is oh my hour. god, we're just going to walk out slowly. Snoring. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night, There's a guy that made like 76 bucks from snoring. His wife 
recorded his snoring because he said he didn't ever snore. Uploaded it to Spotify. Yes. A bunch of people mm-hmm. actually started downloading it, making it trending and number mm-hmm. one, and he made 76 bucks off of Spotify for as many people Why? that download listening to his snoring. What's wrong with people? What other know. things? What other noises can we put on and get money from? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's your one useless uh, fact for the day. Uh, the key the key is uh, has to have a good story. It's like the opposite of ASMR. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There uh, was a guy that came uh, to our camp last night who just had this... Fucking- Amazing story. <laughs> Got to roll. Then he, he would leave, and then he came back and had another story. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Exact same story. Yeah. Over and over and over again. <laughs> Chaos. Oh, uh, stories. Tell me your stories that you've read this week. Um. Did you boys just read Absolute Carnage, or did just. you have an? Did you have another one you wanted to talk about? Oh no, this is I'm th- uh, man. Oh. I, I spent all my time researching okay. more and more and more about this. <laughs> I've been like the whole week just whoom, into it. Okay, well let's start with that then, because all Great. three of us, not Tony, <laughs> read Absolute Carnage this week. Um, you've been reading Venom up to this, right? Oh yeah, yeah, which is so cool because I mean like I've been in it. And uh, there's so many, like, what do you call it? Um, epiphanies? No, um, like, surprises. Like, uh, surprise, Eddie Brock has a son. That's his son. It's not his brother. Right. But everybody was under the impression. And But Eddie Brock's been pretending, and the kid doesn't know yet because he doesn't want to tell him because he's such a bad person. And he separated. He recently separated from the symbiote. I say symbiote. I don't say symbiote because I watched, <laughs> I watched Spider-Man, the cartoon, as a kid, and it said symbiote, okay? Yeah. And so it's stuck. It's never going away. And I'm not English. I mean, I'm not... Like British, I mean I am, but I mean, <laughs> my dad would say symbiote, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, they separated at the end of the book, and the symbiote actually took on the form of a regular person, and just started walking away, and that's kind of like almost where it picks up. Have is that something that's happened in the past that you can recall? Is the symbiote Ever moving on its own? A form and going yeah. Off? Um. It, it decided it wanted to better itself. At the end of this one, which was so amazing, it separated from Eddie this time. That's why it was different. Mm. It was actually, um, it was actually uh, the, the reason that Eddie wanted to get away from it is because thought, he thought that it was giving it cancer. What it was actually doing is just changing the test results to make it look like it was had cancer for Eddie to want to keep it. Like, oh, damn. To stay that's alive. That's an abusive relationship yep, there. that's totally. <laughs> and so the symbiote, symbiote <laughs> decided that it wasn't good for Eddie. Oh, well, that was nice of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I read up to this was the, I think I read The Cult of Carnage, which was fucked up and violent. And so was this one a little bit, a little bit. It was I, a lot of it. Carnage has been like, not necessarily my favorite, but kind of related to the favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite is the whole symbiote um, uh, story, the whole thing from the very beginning. Yeah. I like the costume. It was cool. When Spider Man wore it, yeah, and then when Venom got it, it looked even cooler. And uh, thanks, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> and if you don't know Carnage, Carnage is, um, was a cellmate of Eddie Brock's, uh, Cletus Cassidy. He uh, he was actually going to kill Eddie that night, <laughs> um, in in the cell, and then the symbiote broke him out. But it also left a little spawn, and that attached to uh, Cletus Cassidy. Mm. The difference between Venom, Eddie Brock, and Cletus Cassidy, Carnage, um, the relationship is that. The carnage of the symbiote, it bonded with him on a cellular level, like a different, a much more powerful bond, which makes uh, carnage even more powerful yeah. than well, uh, Cletus Venom. was straight up like, sure, come on in. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> and then, he already um, had crazy voices in his head. What's 
What's one another more. one? Yeah. yeah. That's why Venom and Spider-Man had to team up to defeat Carnage. So, Symbiote's back. Symbiote's back. Saves Eddie, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, so it starts off like they're running from somebody, a, mm-hmm. a dark figure. And it's actually calling out Eddie or whatever, right? And they're just running and running. Him and his kid, who thinks his, his brother. His little brother. Yeah. Little brother. The little brother. The, little, the kid thinks he's his yeah. older brother. Yeah. So they're running, and it turns out the, the symbiote was just trying to catch up to him to keep him safe, because Carnage was right on their tail and waiting for them. Yeah. He's like, hello, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was super creepy. Uh, Cletus has always been uh, insane. And Carnage has always been insane because of that. But this is like a whole new... I don't... Is Cletus even alive in there? It, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. I can't even tell because when Carnage peeled away from Cletus in the subway, all you could see was a, like a skull with maybe flesh on it. I couldn't really... So I'm not sure is if he's just using Cletus basically as a form at this point. Or Carnage has soaked up all of Cletus's... See, I feel like he was dead several times. I know that but, several times. Yeah, just like Loki. The cult brought him back. <laughs> I mean, he was out in space, dropped out in space but that's what I'm for saying. a while. So recently, he was alive, so I don't yeah. know why he'd be dead now. But is he alive? Again. But the the symbiote does heal. Right. So technically, he's probably alive. Ugh. He's just um. The whole thing is he's uh, crazy. Lobotomized, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> this was a really like sixty-page book. It was super long. Um. The interaction between Eddie and Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which was not the Spider-Man, it was Ben, Spider-Clone, Spider-Man. What's his last name? Um, I think he goes Riley? by... Riley? No. It is Ben, ben what, Riley? Ben Riley? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spider-Clone. Yeah. Scarlet Spider? Yes. Yes. It's really hard to, like... They don't... They make it hard to differentiate between the two at this point in time. Like, if you did not realize that it was Ben Riley, you would totally just think it was Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. they don't... They don't get it. They call him Spider-Man. He is Spider-Man. It's super confusing. Um, but we also got to see the maker in this. The null? Ma- no, the maker. Oh, okay. Right. The Reed Richards. Yeah. <laughs> alternate Reed Richards <laughs> thing. Weird. and. Yeah, I mean... Strange. Well, that's what Reed Richards would take over if he was a bad guy. Super nutters. I mean, he created this... Well, anybody who's absolute is a bad guy. Anyone who doesn't doesn't change for anything and, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't care about life is totally a bad guy. But this guy, he's for the best, right? He's trying to do the right thing. Let's D&D terms. He would be chaotic... Chaotic evil. Evil. Like, he does just things so... I don't think really even knew. Well, he's got his own nefarious he, means. I guess he's not trying to do They're bad. sitting having conversations. How is he not yeah. neutral? Yeah. Like Magneto? Is I think he, he's forced. Is he evil? I think he's forced neutral because I don't know that they would let him exist in this world if he went evil. But I don't also don't know how they would stop Sounds him. Like a, yeah. A Jedi trait. Forced <laughs> neutral. <laughs> um. But he has created this machine that is supposed to extract the mm-hmm. symbiote out of people. Mm-hmm. The codex is that what they call it? Codex. He made it like thirty six days in advance. Like he had already made it. Mm-hmm. So does he? Does he have premonition powers too? No, he he used this to separate Eddie from the suit. Mm. And then when Eddie, um, when the oh. suit decided to want to leave Eddie, he made it to uh, separate him. The whole okay. comic was like an inner struggle. Yeah. Of like. Like the Jacob's Ladder kind of looking thing when they were separating. Okay. 
And I also, we also got to the point where we get to the goblin who is now thinks he's Cletus as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I was not there for that. So I'm not sure when or where that happened. Is that way in the past or was that from the more recent con comics? Where he turned into the red goblin? Yeah. I mean, recent is relative. I think I want to say <laughs> it was like a year. I think it was years? like a yearish ago. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, time wise, probably just yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. The whole. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you hear this concept just then? <laughs> I'm. If you look at the, like uh, the clock of existence, <laughs> um, it was basically like a little, yeah. <laughs> not even meaningful at all. <laughs> time is <laughs> <was> construct. <laughs> I think in comics, time a year ago was actually like five years ago. Not yesterday. Mind blown. Just think Boom. about that for a minute. <laughs> no, because <you're, laughs> he's, he's gonna. No, he gets quiet for a while. <laughs> yeah, she's. Um, so, I mean, obviously they're building into this giant battle between Venom and Carnage. What we didn't mention though is the um, why Carnage is a god right now. Right. How did he get that godlike status? Right, and they start off by telling you the story of Null and his void, <laughs> which is really <laughs> silly. But and th this is what I want to talk about. Like, wait, did you say Null and his void? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, you, you, see, you see in, immediately in the in the history of whatever you see that symbol. That's the same on Eddie's uh, mm. on, on Venom, right? That little symbol. I think that is complete and utter BS. Right? That symbol started off. With the symbiote suit, mm -hmm. that, when um, Peter Parker, yeah, because it's it's a the, bastardization the of the Spider-Man symbol. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. He, uh, it's actually mentioned in the Civil or Secret Wars, right? So Thor walks out of this room, his suit's all fixed, and Peter's got his, all, his suit all messed up from battle, right? And Thor's like, "Oh yeah, back in that room, you can get your suit fixed by the machine." Doesn't tell him which one. He goes into the room, looks around, can't find the machine, picks one, right? And it scans him, and he thought of he just seen Spider-Woman earlier. That's the same fucking suit. Mm. That's the symbol. Okay. That has nothing to do with symbiotes. No. And here we are with Null and his little fucking thing, right? Yeah. And it is the, it's the symbol of all the symbiotes. Doesn't make any sense unless Spider-Woman oh. has always had her own symbiote. That's right, symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> symbiote. <laughs> no, not symbiote. You're going to get tweeted at. People are going to find you and just, just tweet at you and be like, it's symbiote. Please. Join me. Yeah. <laughs> is this... Was Secret Wars existed before the, um, what was it, when you found out that Spider-Woman was a Skrull? Oh. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, that happened way before. Yeah, so maybe she was a Skrull. Like the original still. Secret Wars? Yeah, yeah. Point is that symbol is the history of it? Bull, bullshit, I think. Bullshit. And it's it's pounded into you, too, in the very beginning, because he's got it on him, mm -hmm. and this is like, what, the beginning of time or something? I don't even know when it takes place, but it's like... He was the god of there the is no time. Yeah, right. <laughs> or it was yesterday. <laughs> so, so Carnage has interacted with Null, the god or the most powerful or the one in charge of everything or the one that created all the symbiotes. Right. And he ended up getting some of the power or some of the symbiote suit from him and that's why he's so powerful. And I don't know what that means but that sounds pretty <laughs> fucking powerful. I don't know what it means to be that powerful or where his limits are, what he can do. Well, so he's collecting all the codices. Codices. Yes. Okay, nice. <laughs> Not the codexes. No. Well, codices. <laughs> plural of codexes. Codices. Yeah, it's um, the English language. It was a language um, lesson today, kids. <laughs> Symbiote codices. Okay? <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> 
And supposedly, once he, the more of these codices <laughs> that he collects, the better the connection to the god. So I would imagine he's very close to having all of them. And all these codices <laughs> are referring to the different traits that the symbiotes have also. Like right. when Spider-Man got the suit, right? All the traits of Spider-Man, Spider-Sense, uh, his uh, secret identity. When, they, when that suit went to Eddie Brock, he got all those powers and all that information. So it's like in the DNA of the symbiote. It collects up things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Carnage has that as well. Right. Right. But yes, this, he knew all because that's Peter why Parker it's and, totally fucking right. fucked up and nuts because it collects it well and it bonded with Cletus who yeah. was fucked up and nuts. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's fucked up and nuts. Yeah. yeah. It takes on the traits. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, giving a mass murdering schizophrenic uh, symbiote power. Yeah. Yeah. It's I the mean. right choice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How, could that, yep. How <laughs> could that go wrong? Yep. Right choice. <laughs> um. The, the final page of this book, page 60 or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. It took me all morning to read this goddamn comic. Why is it so long? That's what I want to know. Are all of them going to be this long? I hope so. Yeah? Yeah. You into it that much? Carnage is a, is a delicate thing. You don't just touch. You have to, like, really make big. The, um, the last page of Carnage basically <clears throat> puppeting Norman Osborn with also the Carnage symbiote on him. Fucking just gross and it <laughs> makes me have the willies and it's the perfect ending to this book I think because it basically shows what Carnage is trying to do make an mm. army of himself so that he can I don't know what take over the world is that his end goal we don't have a motivation quite yet <clears throat> yeah well the symbiote probably has like a a, a a motivation of I want to know where I'm from right I want answers maybe maybe I mean I wouldn't want to like apply a weird thing to something like Carnage. Yeah. Like a weird, like, want to know my past thing. Sure. Because it doesn't seem like him. Who's my daddy? Who's my real daddy? <laughs> Grandpapa. Oh, <laughs> hello. Grandpapa. Great Grandpapa. Can I sit on your lap? <laughs> and kill you. Um, so, my takeaway from this book was that it was really long, but it wasn't like. I, I didn't get halfway through it and go, God, is this not over yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was interesting. But I also, I think, maybe needed a little bit more knowledge going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are things that are happening in the book where I just am like, I don't know where this came from. I don't know who this kid is. <clears throat> I mean, you kind of get who he is throughout the pages. Yeah, but... yeah. It's not like when they have um, like epic you know, sagas, right? Where it starts off and you know everything about them. Already. Right. But... It's like, they're them, and there's no in-between stuff. This is a totally, you have to kind of go back a little bit if you want to know things. Which is kind of, what, good for sales? Yes. Um, it is good for Unless sales. you just want to listen to us talk about it. Because <laughs> 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 I'm more than willing to talk about it. Let's do this. Um, so you heard it. Tweet at us <clears throat> and ask questions. Symbiote. About, <laughs> about symbiotes. Uh, for Charles, so he can answer Symbiote. Them. Totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any, what are, I mean, do you have any other takeaways you want to throw in for this book or besides Not really. read um, it? I don't think that there was enough out of Carnage. No. Like, I want to hear from my, <laughs> the hero of the book. Carnage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you have to build up to that though. And that's kind of what they did at the end with that weird puppety, gross Carnage originally thing. was supposed to be like the 
Spider-Man's Joker, basically. Right. Because when, in the very beginning, Spider-Man had to go back and they, the people he interviewed about Cletus Cassidy refused to tell him anything. Like, basically destroying the past. Like, saying that there is no past. No one's going to tell you anything because he's so, he's so powerful and scary without the symbiote. Yeah. No. It's like you don't get the backstory. Yeah. Like, in the beginning. That's why they, that's how they set it up. Absolute chaos. There was this absolute, absolute carnage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was this comic they did. I feel like it was probably about five years ago now. It was a carnage book, but it was Cletus. Good, good Cletus, good Cletus. He had gotten mental help, and he was all evened out and wanted to fix all the wrongs that he made in the oh, world. It's always an action. Nope. I mean, it from. I don't think it lasted very long, and people. This not the carnage people want. People don't want carnage to be the venom. Type mm-hmm. character. Venom's the venom and they want Carnage to be not that either. I mean, he's called Carnage. You can't take <laughs> Happy Carnage. <laughs> you can't take a character like Carnage and be like, "Oh, he's good now." No Carnage. <laughs> It'd be a flarping tragedy. There's just rainbows and balloons yeah. and, and butterflies, <laughs> and then they all die at the very end because he's just faking it. Yeah, and I don't remember how that book ended. It probably ended with him turning. Mm-hmm. Back to a crazy fuck, but just doesn't sit, matter. Sitting in a throne, twisting the head off bunnies, like really oh. nasty stuff. Anthony, you read anything this week? <laughs> just next, not a whole lot of absolute carnage. That was about it. Um, I mean, it's what an hour, or yeah. So, and that's if you just read it and you're not like looking at the art and such. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a longer read, which I like. I mean, I'm a fan of when somebody makes a. A TV series or something online. I like hour and a half episodes. Uh, when somebody makes comics, I like 50, 60 pages. Yeah. You know, these I, I know it's tough on the creators, especially if you're doing like a weekly serial or something like that, but I'm a big fan of that. Art was cool. Um, I do agree that it was kind of... I, I feel like I should probably go read the wiki on Venom and the backstory and Carnage and all of this like connection. Because it did seem not the easiest jumping in point yeah. uh, of the story. There's a lot that's happened, like mo- specifically like motivations. As thing is, I'm like, I don't really know why people are making certain decisions. Yeah. Um, without that backstory, but if you you know you're talking about the backstory, oh yeah, it makes sense now because they're going this and this is you know, experience. Why does this person even hate this person? Yeah, yeah. isn't standalone. You don't get origin stories from the beginning, which kind of. Mm-hmm. takes up too much time sometimes, I think. So yeah. it's good that they already have things all set up. And we talked about this, what, a couple weeks ago? We're tired of origin stories. Yep. Anyways, <clears throat> we've heard... I mean, if you're not... If you create a new character, great. Give us an origin story. Mm-hmm. But it's the same character. We don't need to hear Uncle Ben dying again. Yeah. We don't know where those ben fucking dies. White Walkers <laughs> came from. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> I know. I think you're supposed to eat one of these beans. Yeah, every time you talk about Game of Thrones. Wasn't that the deal? You have to eat one of these No sober Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk Tony has to still follow the rules of sober Here, Tony. Here, Tony, here's the and find, like, a sound bite <coughs> no, of go, someone dying. Go undo. And then just <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> he deleted it. Sorry. I didn't do anything there except for almost die. Um, so there's a bit of a jump uh, right there in the recording. Tony almost died, and then he deleted it. <laughs> I seriously did not delete it. <laughs> he, took, he, he, he ate a bean. Yes. Didn't chew it because he wanted to get, like <laughs> not taste it, right? Right. That tried to swallow tried it Tried to whole. chase it with a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and then just started choking. <laughs> but people no, that really happened. 
It did look like you were puking. It looked like you were about to... You were like... Eh. You were doing, like, the girl throw up where you were going to throw up in your but own I hand. But I could hear you make noises so I knew that you weren't going to die from it. Yeah. It was when, a little beanie. When you well, ran in the other room and stopped that's breathing, that's when I come in and punch you in the back. <laughs> we got to set up a camera in here, guys. We I know. <laughs> so we only just missed me dying. Yeah, yeah, Recording. Yeah. I'm sure there's a... And I, and I still why. call bullshit. He came over, he he deleted some of it. If you go to undo, it'll pop up again. <laughs> Swear somehow I bumped it and it did not record yeah. any of that. God damn it. Uh, Podcast gold, dumb toilet. I was thinking to myself the whole time, he's choking, like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the ratings, the ratings. <laughs> I was laughing so hard, I think I gave myself a headache. Uh, <laughs> if only he would have actually died. Uh, and then we could have reset resuscitated him? I don't know. On the podcast. <laughs> Who's going to be mouth to mouth? I don't know, but I would have pressed Charles. undo and we've been fired. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have gotten it up. Oh, <laughs> I mean, beard Not qualified. <laughs> beard to beard. <laughs> oh. Not safe for work all of a sudden. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the hard compressions. You just have to make out with them. Hard compressions, yeah. yeah. The hard compressions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that about you. <laughs> I would be leaving immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I got a record. I got a go. <laughs> <laughs> not again, not again. Uh, okay. What were we talking about? So we're going to talk oh, about comics next. Prequels. <laughs> House, um, of X. House, of X. House of X. I was not here. You reviewed Powers of Ten? Yes, and the House of and X. The, the week okay. House of X 1 and Powers of Ten. Okay. I missed both of those and also did not listen to the podcasts. So Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what you said about them, um, but I hope it was that they're awesome because they are. They're flarping awesome. Yep. What is, stop using that word. It's weird. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I disagree. More, please. <laughs> Flarpy ass. It's, <laughs> it's very adventure time. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I read House of X number two. Did week. you read one and Power I did. Okay. I did. You have to. Yeah. You have to read all of them, <laughs> or else you will have no idea what the fuck is going on, because these are completely new stories. Mm-hmm. It's not based on anything, except now they've Jonathan Hickman has very cleverly found a way to add the experiences of the X-Men in the past to their current knowledge. So I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this book. Apologies uh, in advance if you haven't read it yet, Tony. But I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it. So Damn it. this whole book is about Moira McTaggart. And... Anybody who's read X-Men knows Moira has been the X-Men's human ally for since Charles was young. I think they've known each other. They've had on and off again relationships. She gave birth to Proteus. Her and Charles have always kind of just been... Friends with benefits. Yeah. And like a team. Like There was this whole Deadly Genesis line where she actually trained a whole X-Men team in between the original X-Men team and the... Um, ones with Storm and Wolverine and Nightcrawler. Okay. And they all died as well. And Charles erased their existence from everyone's minds. Anyway, that's a whole different story. Um, in this book, it starts with Moira in a completely different life. She's married to this guy that we haven't necessarily heard of before. She has this whole family with kids. So this is X-Zero? Makes it to... Like the earliest timeline of the four that they're kind of covering? Okay. Yes. So, makes it to old age, dies of old age. Next page is her being born again. And she can, in the womb, she she says that she can recall everything from the life she just had. What a cop out. (laughs) (laughs) 
so she has this advanced knowledge. Her parents think that she's um, brilliant, that she's just a really fast learner, but really it's, she has this entire lifetime of knowledge already in her head. She ends up dying, born again, has both of the pre previous experiences in her head. So she turns out Moira's a mutant. What? Moira is a mutant in this story. She sounds like her power is a phoenix. Her power is reincarnation. Interesting. But it's, it's not reincarnation like you die and then you're born in, you know, the next day and then yep. the time continues. It's is literally... There, is there just like her, let's say, soul or whatever, mm -hmm. like this knowledge being passed on to different, what do you call it, like uh, inseminations, right? Like, is she related to different people or is there like a bloodline? Following. It is well. She. The way we think about reincarnation is that if I die, then tomorrow baby's born, and my soul is in that baby. Or you're a grasshopper. Right. Mm -hmm. Something like that. This reincarnation story ends with her hopping back to her original birth, with the experiences. Of oh, she gets to do it again. Yes. Oh, reset. Oh. Yes. Reset button. That's yes. her power. Oh. Yes. Oh, I want that. Uh, it's that Tom Cruise movie. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Days of Tomorrow. I do tomorrow. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, kind of like that. Yep. Except. Uh, it was originally called, like, um, uh, it was something blank uh, again. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> There's for that factoid. <laughs> I'll think of it. <laughs> so she goes. Oh, something. Uh, dang it. Never mind. <laughs> don't interrupt, Charles. If only there was a way you could figure this out. The internet. If only you could go back and remind yourself. Live, die, repeat. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I got it before I could saw it. Yes. <laughs> Good job. We don't need the internet. I did get it. <laughs> Sucker. Um. So the after she dies the second time and she's reborn, um, she realizes that she's a mutant and she decides that it's a curse and she wants to cure herself. So she's the one who invents the mutant cure. So this also explains how in the first page of the first comic, she walks up and is like, you already know me. And then yep. Charles yeah. is like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ooh. Read my mind. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, have they gone into, like, does, do things change every time she, every cycle, or? Yes. Okay. Um, because, again, she's, at first she's trying to cure herself. So she mm -hmm. creates the cure. Destiny ends up showing up with Mystique and telling her, dude, you think you have infinite lives, but you only have ten. Because one of them you're going to die before your mutant power manifests, and then you won't be reincarnated. Mm -hmm. So, maybe stop trying to cure yourself. And focus, live it out. And, and focus on something different um, because I'll keep finding you and I'll keep stopping you and then they kill her in a blaze of fire mm -hmm. and then she's reborn again and decides that she's going to help the mutants instead of trying to hurt the mutants which is when her and Xavier first hook up and it creates that storyline and then um, something happens there and she dies and there's just all these iterations at one time she joins up with Magneto to go down that path mm -hmm. um, one of the times she helps bring Apocalypse in and creates that whole war um, and the very last one seems to be maybe our current timeline and the timeline we all know Moira having taken where she meets Charles, marries the guy who ends up being the abusive husband and also maybe the father to Proteus, although I think Charles ends up actually being the father to 
Proteus, right? Do you remember that? I can't remember that, whether he's the father or not of Proteus. Oh, ask Maury. Ask who? <laughs> Maury. <laughs> you, you are the <laughs> I thought you were just mispronouncing Moira there for oh. a second. Symbiote. Um, <laughs> Flarp. But, so, what Hickman does in this book, by having her be a mutant and being able to recall every single one of her storylines, basically, mm-hmm. and then feeding it to Charles there at the end of um, the second book, gives Charles all the knowledge of everything that's ever happened in every single instance of the X-Men. So all the stories that happened before this book, even though this seems to be a completely divergent timeline, mm-hmm. that's cop out. happened, and he knows about them. Mm. And that's why he's made the choices that he's made to fix what went wrong yes. and hope in each time. Yeah. But Her next only, leap will but, be the leap home. <laughs> but, but, but that's kind of, that's kind these, of what it's like. It was only a couple. It's not like you have all the different scenarios played out, like how things would go, right? It was only like, what, it's three? Like nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I guess that's a lot. For and in true Hickman style, which I fucking love, he actually gives you a whole, I think I'm in the wrong one. He gives you a whole timeline of all her different... Oh, yeah. I love the cover of this. Oh, the shattered... Yeah, see, these are all her different existences. Like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. And in the end, he gives you a nice little timeline. I wish it was fold out, to be honest. But of her existence, where it started, and then comes through, and obviously there's some flipping around there. There's a little, little uh, clock in the middle yeah. there, so you know it's a timeline. <laughs> Just in case you're Clocks a fucking idiot. <laughs> and all the all the things that have happened, where her life ended, and stuff like that. So you can kind of keep track of... But what about the one that doesn't have an ending? This uh. one is... Well, this one's the current one oh. that we're in right now. I actually don't know what's going on in this one. Because they never ended it, and I don't know. Well, because we're reading this was, it. Well, this well, is the stupid. this is the apocalypse <laughs> war. So I don't know, because that one isn't the one we're reading. The bottom one is the one we're reading. They're implying that the apocalypse war isn't over. <gasps> oh, but I don't know scandalous. how it couldn't be because if she, if she died, she she would have to have died to come well, back. Well, she died, but that universe is still going on. That's true. But it doesn't the say Xavier that, in that world. Maybe still she fighting. just lived to be. Older than 52, because that's kind of where this page cuts off. So, I don't know. Dang, sucks. She didn't even make it to 80. She's always like in her 50s and just like, nope. Yeah. Start she's over. like, come like, up this time. Prime here. <laughs> um, Kids, don't get married. Not <clears throat> that early. So, really good. Fucking really good, smart way to involve all of the... And even there's even a page where she talks about how... <clears throat> um, in the one where she decides to like side with Charles, how she sees him through the first class days and through the new class. <clears throat> and she even says the lost decade and it shows it's a picture of everyone in their little Phoenix suits hmm. when everyone got the Phoenix yeah. force. And I'm like, that's the lost decade? I thought it would be the 90s. But apparently it was the Pouches middle <laughs> middle aughts. <laughs> um, it's just so good. And his use, Hickman's use of uh information pages and like graphics and stuff to tell the story i loved when he did that in the black friday murders and this is all this shit well yeah this actually reminds me a lot of the black friday murders because he used symbols in that as well and he's using that whole krakoan language in this book which um can be decoded and it have you decoded it? it yeah 
With your Dakota ring? Yes. In the cereal box? With the internet is actually how I started. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there hasn't been really anything in the decoding yet that's revolutionary besides the word gulm, which I don't know. Nobody knows what that means yet. But the back pages are just, this is what's happening in the next book sort of thing. So Next time on yeah. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Wet your whistle. Yeah. Uh, oh, just fucking, it's, I I just don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. And it's so intriguing. Because mm-hmm. with most X-Men books, you kind of know what's going to happen. And I guess with having the Powers of Ten book, you also kind of know what maybe will happen. But they've set it up in such a way where that's not necessarily a concrete storyline. Yep. So it could be what happens, but maybe it's not going to be what happens. Jonathan Hickman is an asshole like that. So he could write an entire book that makes you think it's pertinent to the story and ends up being nothing at all. So um, I'm actually very excited about this book. I've been reading reviews of it online, and it's collectively probably one of the better X-Men books that have come out in a while. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, they're after this they're resetting all the X Men books, so that just makes you realize that this <laughs> are they means... resetting it with this story? That's a good question. I don't know. They never do usually. Usually, it's a, just a hard reset. Like something happens at like, the end, <clears throat> everyone fucking forgets everyone it. forget. Oh, okay. Except for maybe Charles Xavier and now Moira. It's I the guess. it's the Sim- Simpsons effect yeah. where the next episode everyone's back to normal, <laughs> regardless of the world ending <laughs> circumstances that happened on the last episode. It'll be interesting if they keep Moira a mutant. Because, I mean, that is new. And I think interesting. But it also kind of, you lose, like, she's always kind of been their hum- humanity mm-hmm. a little bit. So at least Charles is humanity. It's interesting, too. They seem to be taking the approach of she's very central to yeah. the story. I mean, it's basically her guiding the story right. in a lot of aspects. Yeah. So. She kind of becomes like an oracle type figure. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But fuck it's good. It's so good. <laughs> I will be going to the comic store right after this and buying it. I meant to yep. go this week, but yeah. people kept calling me to hang out, and I said, how dare you? Yes, I'll hang out. <laughs> I have you know comics I can't to read. No <laughs> <laughs> My one weakness. I'm good. So for all those people out there ready mm-hmm. to storm Area 51, Alien Stock is going to be going on. Oh, the they, cre- they made a festival out of it They're making already? money off of the it? Creator, the creator of the event is now... Started from September nineteenth to September twenty second, which twentieth is the big day. They're gonna be having alien stock where probably much better than Fire Festival, but I'm also a little wary because <laughs> obviously this person probably doesn't know how to throw on anything. They should just have you do it, Tony. Is that what you're oh, getting at? Yes. <laughs> what's uh, what's Fire Festival? It's a ham and know. cheese sandwich. Uh, ham and cheese sa- the the best festival that's ever mm-hmm. been thrown, really. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it act, I actually think it is the best because I got to see a bunch of rich people uh, experience loss. From uh, the yes. yes, suffering. For the yes. First time in quite And they a while. were so suffered. So <laughs> this, this festival is going to take place in Rachel, Nevada, which is about 27 miles outside of Area 51 with a population of 54 people. Oh. oh. So what you're telling me is there's not enough bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. They have oh the infrastructure gosh. for that. Yeah. There's going to be like helicopters coming in with porta potties and just dropping them. Ugh. This sounds awful for those 54 people. I can't wait to go Thrashing. see aliens one yeah. oh, way or the other. It's free to the public, uh, and but they are asking for donations to provide 
bodies. Food, mm. water, security, bodies. EMS, staff, and production. So everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to be like, yeah, we want to provide food for people. We want to provide this. But it's like security and EMS. Bring shoes for others. Yes. Um, that sounds Interesting. Awful. I'm looking forward to seeing it from my couch. <laughs> on the news. The disaster that is. <laughs> and you know what? I, they have all of my uh, hope that they can get an alien, at least one alien out. Just prove they exist. They don't have to be alive. Just bring the alien out. I want to see Nothing's going to happen. And people are going to be so disappointed. At the very end, last second, aliens are going to come down and be like, what are you guys even doing? <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. Need them to show it's just up. gonna end up turning into a weird alien burning man, which I you didn't know, need to say weird alien because that burning that man is burning man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a little redundant. <laughs> um, yeah, that town, that poor town, that doesn't poor know. town does know. It doesn't know. It doesn't know. It's, it's know got what's social networks. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> now the Google population is gonna go off. down really quickly. It's gonna go down to twelve because they're all gonna leave town. <laughs> For good. Yeah. Like, nah, not gonna be a part of this. Wipes <laughs> their hands. <laughs> um, so if you guys are up and coming artists, you can perhaps be mentored by this up and coming uh, publisher called Youngblood, which actually was Rob Liefeld's company for a hot minute and had he had dis Rob Liefeld had disagreements with somebody and, and was yeah, like yeah that's the most I'm gonna thing that. I'm gonna back off from this company it's all yours now so if Rob Liefeld's like fuck you guys maybe they shouldn't be a company anymore but they really want to develop some talent including this unknown guy Ryan Stegman up and comer I don't know if you guys have heard of him because he's so new to the scene that he needs the help. Has of an he done unknown. anything recent that we could talk about on the show on this exact um, podcast? He's done these little comics, I think, from Marvel. I'm realizing <laughs> listening to you repeat satire is not really coming off across as like what it is. I think more or less we just need to put this link up there for people to understand. Well, you do have to read the tweets back and forth because the tweets from the Young Blood team are like my teenage son wrote them, and Ryan Stegman's and. I mean, do you, Ryan? Do you do sequential pages? He, I love that he just says no. <laughs> no, no. I, I haven't tried that yet. I do compare it to um, basically the phone call you get from some spam person who says, "This is the IRS." You get an email. It's worded very similarly, like. Not necessarily broken English. It's just like not the words you would expect the person to really yeah. use to ask him. I'm like, is this, you know, is are they gonna start asking for a social security number on a second <laughs> se sequential page? We can help you with your career. Just send us a check for ten thousand dollars. Yes. To this PO box in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> and our this. prince will. <laughs> our prince has connections and will hook you up. He'll contact you and give you lessons. I'm how to draw. Five easy payments. 99, 99, 99, 99. Um, 99. So, <laughs> so definitely uh, we'll throw the link up so you guys can read it because it, it's super funny. But how is the production coming? Do you not just Google somebody before you... That's easy because... Make I, that offer. Uh, I specifically Googled them because I was doing a little bit of research on Carnage and I was just like, there's a video like 
three days ago of them both talking about Absolute Carnage. Like, if they had just Googled it, it's like the top yeah. video result, they would have seen that. Yeah. Or, you know, just even looked back at his fucking Twitter. Yep. Because they added him in the Twitter, in the tweet. So they just saw a piece of art and called it. And said, "Oh, this it's so funny!" Nice. But Ryan Segman is awesome and uh, funny, and I love him. So he had the perfect response to them, I think. Um, There's some uh, other interesting news with the uh, Disney scrapping like ninety percent of all the Fox films yes. that were in in the making. I mean, no more New Mutants. <clears throat> they had what like. A dozen? Well, that one's left? done. Did they, so that did one they may or may not come out. I think, though, I don't <laughs> like, think Like, oh my that... god, what are we doing? <laughs> We're spreading <laughs> ourselves out to release thin. it with how they have still all those reshoots they yeah. have to do, and it's like two years. Yeah. Fucking scrap It's agreed. It. But even even with, like, all of the ones you know you're thinking of that they've scrapped, I mean, they scrapped a lot of a large majority of these. I mean, they had hundreds or something like that. It was like, there were 246 films in production, not in production, in development. Yep. In some sort of state of development, which literally could have just meant, well, we bought the rights to this movie and we haven't done anything. And they had indie yet. movies in there too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like all of Fox film, not even just like comics specifically that they're trying to, you know, do work with, but a lot were dropped off. Um, Assassin's Creed 2 was a big one. Oh, Darn. Dang it. Oh, I know. Man. I, it's, it's funny because I was reading this list and I was like, some of them, you know, like Chronicle 2. Chronicle was an amazing movie and I would love to see a sequel to that, but um, not maybe not by Fox at its current state that mm-hmm. it was, you know. I wanted to see the Play-Doh movie so badly. <laughs> <laughs> you know Play-Doh? what? I looked gummy. at that and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so it's just going to be, I mean, it's anything you want. Yeah. Don't eat it. <laughs> don't eat it. I bet Although, you that's if you pinnacle eat, to the storyline. You could eat it nowadays, though, right? Like, it is toxic. Yeah, it's not toxic. It's salty as heck, though. Oh, he's tried it. <laughs> he's like, no, I got it in my pocket right now. Listen, I got I like it when it's warm. I got nieces and a nephew, and <laughs> you can't change the meaning of the word "flarp" in the middle. Yeah, I don't even know. It means whatever you want it to mean. Flarp's a way of living, man. Flarp, yeah. Uh, I mean, Flarp. I will say one that I am sad is not coming to fruition is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, because that movie was awesome. I loved the first one, and I was like, why did this just stop? I felt, you know, it, it felt poorly delivered marketing-wise, like, as when it came out, and it just, people didn't know about it or whatever, and I, I would talk to friends and be like, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, and I was like, what are you doing? But I, I would have loved the scene. I think it's a cool concept. And... The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, the movie, mm-hmm. um, when did that come out? It was like really... 2003. Okay. So, so it was like... Uh, I guess you know. Like the Avengers, sort of. Yeah. Like uh, the Invisible Man. A ragtag the... team of mm-hmm. pseudo-superheroes. Yeah. yeah. From from uh, Universal Studios, like... Pretty much, yeah. Black and white movies, right? Yep. I thought that was neat. And you know they right they tried to do that again with Tom yeah. Cruise that one and then they just they dumped that real quick. Well, yeah, they had a uh, Dark Universal. Yes. Oh, yeah. where they were yeah. That was gonna be awesome. Yeah. Jack. I think Tom Cruise ruined it. Uh, no, no, that's put... that's totally what happened. Yeah. Tom Cruise totally ruined, ruined it. it. Yeah. 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 It was a cool co- concept too because you had well also the fact that they called it the Mummy and Brendan Fraser is in the only the Mummy that needs to exist. You know, just name it something different. But it is the old school classic. Abbott and Costello era mummy. Yeah. 
and then you would have man. Yeah. Um, I was so excited. Sea Monster, so Jacqueline Hyde, everybody. <coughs> no, you know what we need right? is more reboots, like Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Live action. Live action. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> oh my god. Are they going to cut out the very racist? Is the spaghetti going to be cast? CGI? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We went two totally different directions yeah. <laughs> with that. <laughs> we are CGI, if you please. No, it's going to be real, real puppies. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. I love it. Aww, the Valkyrie is going to be Lady. Thoreau, is that his last name? I will, uh, there was a McLean. Jason Thoreau. The prequel yeah. to Die Hard was going to be coming out. That's I'm glad that's not coming out. They started screwing the pooch on those ones. Yep. Well, it would have been how he got to where he was before Die Hard. So it's basically well, there a divorce story. It was based on a book. We need to know that. Right? There's a lot of things book? we don't need to know. I think so. <laughs> He's just badass in Pretty the tower. Yep. Um, Magic the Gathering, I thought... I, I, did, I guess I realized that was in development, but after um, seeing what happened with World of Warcraft movie, it's probably a good thing that this did not come to fruition because it probably would have been just equally as terrible. I will say my favorite that I, I want to see happen just for how they would make a movie is The Sims. I mean... Mm. Are you going to take it from the perspective of somebody controlling? Yeah, like, like, in like us right now. We're in assimilation. Yeah, yeah. like the Bandersnatch. Assimilate. <laughs> or, or is it going to be like from? Is it from Jim the Carrey. perspective? I mean, they're just people. So yeah. What if it's just, just some kid story? sitting at a computer playing The Sims, giving them like voices? Oh no! Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go poop right now. <laughs> For an hour and a half. Go. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm Ninety standing. minutes. Like what the maybe it would have gone the way of the Lego movie where it's like what they did when you weren't watching, sort yep. of thing. Uh, the Lego movie. Yeah. The they're like, why do they keep no, like, building the pool without an escape route? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They yeah. pretend that they can't get it's out of the pool Lego because movie. there's no I ladder. But the Lego movie. yeah, I mean I that was kind of like. Yeah. I want to feel the electrocution. They had their own yeah. fake Bring world. the toaster to the tub. Fake world, yeah. Fake world, That's yeah. really what it come down to is why, why does Flarp. God keep killing us oh. in these weird ways <laughs> and making us have babies? There's some really cool stories about that I've seen people do with Sims, like the maze where the maze was perfectly long enough to where the person would go to work, have to go through the maze, yep. and they would finish the maze and get to the house just in time to have to turn around to go back to work. Oh and my so they're God. perpetually in this life of maze and work, maze and work, until they die. <laughs> There's the one who they Humans made... are awful gods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They made like a Shrek-looking character, um, like a kind of like a trollish-looking human, and they stuck him in the basement and just had them paint over and over and over and over again. They became this like master painter and made these beautiful works of art, but there's no stairs to leave the basement, so... They were forever stuck in this basement, and they would just get food down there oh and my then God. take the stairs away. It's just like, this is... It's, maybe we are in a simulation. That would explain everything <laughs> going on in our world right now. Oh, it's we're a, in the alternate universe where... Uh, we are. The bad things happen. Yep. There is a good one. Because time we is just, a construct. It's, I, I say it's Nelson Mandela's fault. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. He gave me a cracker for saying that. <laughs> bears, um, bears. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Yes. Disney, along with scrapping a bunch of properties from Fox, uh, Disney also obviously got the rights to a bunch of them. One of them being Home Alone, and they are planning a reboot of Home Alone. They already have like I'm gonna throw five out. of them. Okay, I'm going to choke on a bean. Those are sequels. 
those are sequels, and most of them are terrible. Home Alone 2 being the only real good sequel of that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, why? I, th- I feel because like Home Alone... Because they need to do a realistic version where the, the burglar's like, fuck this, and they shoot the kid. <laughs> End movie. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't ta- be Home Alone. That's the, that's the moral message here. I was talking about this with someone uh, when I read it, and, I was, and he goes... Um, Maybe they'll just gender swap it. And I was like, yeah, because everyone wants to see a movie where a girl is in a house that's getting broken into. All she's going <laughs> to yeah. do is fucking hide in the room and lock the door because she's worried about getting raped. No, it's going to be a twist <laughs> where she gets the gun and just shoots them up. It's like, just <laughs> don't mess with kids. I think the concept of Home Alone works when all you had was landlines. Yes. Mm. I mean, technology yeah. now, it's like, okay, well... This is a middle class family. We haven't even seen the movie, which is the biggest flaw in it. No, (laughs) no, because what you do is when everyone's getting ready to go to the airport or whatever, the power totally (laughs) uh, like goes off in the house, so they're all late getting up. So the phones aren't charged right now. So when Macaulay's still there, he has no phone. He's behind this. You're behind behind this, aren't you? (laughs) You are. He's like, no, no, hear me out. Have another bean. (laughs) Have another bean, Tony. I just thought of this story right now. I totally didn't send it to him a couple years ago. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I've got Nest cameras at my house. I can look at the cameras on my house. Siri, call the police. I'm afraid I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, with that being said, and with my complaints about it, I do approve of the idea, and um, Macaulay, he tweeted it himself, that that should be the next uh, Home Alone, is it's just him, Home Alone. Oh my god. A single male, just living at his own home. Multiple just, personality disorder, right? Yeah. <laughs> just He's his, his own burglars. <laughs> yeah, just living his life in his uh, crappy New York apartment. You know, I think that would be a good concept. It would really mesh with the millennials. Yeah. Being alone eating soup and animal crackers. This is sound like yeah. a Disney Robin. movie. Mm-hmm. Raymond, you have to put some mouse ears or something on him. Oh yeah, you can put some out- yeah. an outfit on him. Yeah, he went to Disneyland. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> it turns out his parents were killed at Disneyland, and he's just very sad about being home alone. alone. <laughs> Wears it all the time. Do you, fi- do you guys finish the boys? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. amazing. What it's, an ending. It's uh. Amazon. I mean, Amazon's very proud of it. It's the most binged watch show on Amazon all year. So good. And they have numbers to prove that. And they had Good Omens this year as well. Yeah. And Good Omens was an excellent one to binge. Okay, I have to check that one out because very good. good stuff. You'll love it. I know you, Charles, and you'll love it. Okay. It's really, really good. Um. um so, uh, obviously, it's boys written by the same writer who wrote Preacher. So we've got two examples of of books being made into shows by this guy. I watched Preacher as well. Boys is way better. Yeah. Sorry, Preacher. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Story-wise, just kind of execution. So, just so much. Like, they've gotten to the point in Preacher where it's like, the whole concept is that he has the the power to compel people to do things mm-hmm. when he uses his God voice or whatever. Um which in the comics is awesome because he often tells people to go fuck themselves, yep. which is fun. Um, <laughs> uh, he barely ever uses it in the show, ah. and it's very disappointing because I want to see people go fuck themselves. Yep. In a graphic way, not in the porn way. <laughs> There's a difference? There is. There is. In a violent one. One's safe for work. Nope, neither is safe for work. Neither is safe for work. I'm totally pro more of... Uh, his stories being made into 
television shows because they're just so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, they take something that most people understand the story of and just flip it around. Right, that's why it's not going to be made into a show because it's it's too weird. Yeah, well, Probably. I mean, we'll get there maybe in 20 yeah, years. Yeah. We're not the, close to this spot where we can do that. I don't know. The boys is taking the traditional superhero concept and totally flipping it around. And I love it. When you guys were out, actually, I did a book review with the boys. Yeah. But it was a book book. Like a novel. <laughs> it was a comic book. Not a comic book. Mm. Um, and it's very similar. And those, I found myself very attracted to stories like that where they flip that concept that of the standard you know, status quo. Flip yeah. It, you know, and uh, it's not exactly the same. There's a lot of similarities between the boys in this book, but I love that the boys takes it, the corporate approach to superheroes. Right. You know, the idea of how do we monetize it? Because that's exactly what would happen. In like the real world, people would find ways to monetize. It, oh sure, of course. You know? and everyone would be, <clears throat> and the poor country girl that comes in and they manipulate <laughs> her with, you know, fantastic dreams of saving people, and then here's the corporate shill, and it's all. Yeah, you know, it's all yeah, bad. but I mean, we, can we talk about it? Yeah. Okay, so but the corporation created those people. Yes. They, well, the people were they're, they're just kids, and the corporation sold uh, the product, which was um, make your kid a superhero, and then so you can. Make money off of that, so that they set, they mm-hmm. they made the, the they created price. a section of the economy basically yeah this mm-hmm. brand new section of the economy that they control almost completely from end to end. Surprise! You can't control people who have laser eyes though. <laughs> and the baby egos. Can. Yes, you can. <laughs> the baby <laughs> only for a couple years till they can move themselves. Yes. <laughs> giant egos. What I thought was weird was that um, even though it was kind of not mainstream to have powers or something like that, but the the parent of you know our main girl mm-hmm. I don't, Starlight Starlight right yep. she was able to reach out to the company or whatever was offered to make her kid a superhero well if it's that simple if it's that like whatever then how does not everyone know about it was kind of unrealistic it's the it? power yeah. of the NDA yeah one hmm. I will say the show does do a little bit of, as many of approaching as... that topic of people are you know they have the tools mm-hmm. to shut down. It's just look at Huey and the Robin situation. They shut that down like it was, and it wasn't even like a big effort. There was like ah, ran through somebody and blew her up. Let's, yeah, let's throw an NDA at it and then right. we'll call it good. And, and yeah, it's just by the nature, and it's very. That's why I like it's very accurate to rea- reality. And <clears throat> that just by the nature of if you have a product so good, people overlook the, bad the negatives required to get it. Yeah, you know, and all the military, the nature of heroes in the military it's like well we don't really want them but maybe we need them and you know the product is that good it's better than a missile it's the best missile we could have what a great thing to point out because we're we're all doing it right now yeah but I, let's not get into it but i mean yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> really, not, I think it's really, very accurate to a lot of the things are it parallels a lot yeah, of yeah. realistic situations so i think it's great i think it's, it's a great actually realistic it. yeah Right? It's just they make it fantastical because there's a guy who shoots laser beams right. out of his eyes. And right. a baby that does. Right? And <laughs> if also a baby that yes. What a crazy yeah. concept. Yeah. Anyway, such a good show. Obviously, yes. if you haven't read, I haven't seen read it. it. If you haven't read it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But it, also maybe read the graphic novels yeah. that it originates mm-hmm. yeah. from because it is a little bit different and mm-hmm. the, it gets way more into the story so far. Totally worth it. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this, but then my boss. Um, he texted me for like the other room. He's like, "Did you watch it yet?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." So then I just started watching it. And I was like, "Yes, I loved it, absolutely." 
Uh, and it does have a se- I mean, it was approved for a second season before the first season yeah. even was released. So we're, I think, with the, if they can maintain the momentum they got in the first season, third season, fourth season, easy to make. They got plenty of stories to tell too. So. Right on. I don't really got much more news this week. All right. Anyone got booze in a book? Nope. I feel like Absolute Carnage should be our Bloody Marys. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody Mary Jeans. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. I was just going to, yeah, I was trying to think of the free beer that I had last night, but. What was it? There was a, there was a kind of a lager, which wasn't that great, but this stout that I had was particularly fine craftsmanship. Can't remember the name of it, so that's literally useless information to us. Right. Well, fuck! At least I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the you, only you had time to read books, and then I'm sorry. How long were you there for? Just since Friday, right? Uh, no, Thursday night. Okay. Three nights. All right. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I was working. <laughs> yeah, I was working. <laughs> We were flarping it up. <laughs> I know it's probably like in poor taste to like bring up the carnage thing again, but no, I did. I forgot it. to mention that um, I did a review in poor on taste. this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the, re- the review I did of uh, Silver Surfer Black had Null and the Void mm. in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that was so amazing because it's all kind of like coming together in different comics and stuff. Yeah. Probably for a bigger purpose, but I learned so much from like this person popping out of nowhere in the Silver Surfer Black one, and it's almost like he time traveled. Yeah, it is. I wonder if they are gonna make it into a just giant event with this one. Yeah, this one character is popping all, up in yeah. different places. Yeah, and yeah. it's all related. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, it's interesting because they haven't announced it. Usually, they announce events. I don't know, like a year in advance. Maybe they don't even know what they're doing yet. I mean, let's just throw in this weird background. Doesn't make any sense. Spider Spider Woman. Maybe they'll get. Maybe they'll use it. Maybe they. I, I well I hope that I hope that is what they're doing because it'd be nice to have an event just pop out of nowhere without a year's advance of expectations and knowing that it's coming. Be, be well, nice. I can see it coming, so that's <laughs> <laughs> safe for work. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> All right, uh, stay thirsty for uh, sober Tony next week. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no promises. Symbiote. <laughs> Flirt. <laughs>